0: you listen to his teachings the more you are wired by those teachings and everything you do you think everything you say is in accordance with what the world has programmed it to be if something is wrong on the surface you must go to the depth to be able to fix it and set of God's things that arranged those things so that things will not go on it's the revelation of God's word that set of teachings of God's word that not formed your habit formed your thoughts configured you in a way if you are configured like that for posterity, you can never be done. that more you Deeper in the knowledge of God's word. Do not need it. You have access to certain things. We've got to be established in the right doctrine of Christ, in the right doctrine, you know, of God. Right there. And um, let me tell you this: church is established to raise disciples. Church is established to raise disciples. I saw a church, their vision is to raise role models. But let me tell you underneath that vision or the foundation of that vision is raising disciples. Are you getting what I'm saying? So indirectly is raising, raising role models who are disciples. Or raising disciples who are role models. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that you don't get it wrong. I've seen a church that says raising celebrities. Alright? So but what they're actually saying is raising disciples who are celebrities. Raising fulfilled generations just like us. Raising people who will be fulfilled in life, discover their purpose and they will be fulfilled in life. But you see, underneath it is raising disciples who will be fulfilled in life. For fulfillment of becoming celebrity, of becoming role models, or becoming supernatural giant, or su- becoming supernatural army, as the case may be for any church, is, cannot be fulfilled or cannot be accomplished without us being wired as a disciple. Alright? A disciple is a follower. Are you getting what I'm saying? A disciple is a follower. We have to be a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. Just like Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. You are following Christ, but you see, Christ is invisible, but there's somebody who is wired after Christ, who you can see Christ in him. And you follow Christ, you follow those who are following Christ until people start following you. That's that's discipleship. People start following you. To, I'm not talking on social media now. I'm talking about real life following that people can see Christ in your life. The Bible says we are the living epistles. What that means is that we are walking Bibles. Not because we can quote so many scriptures, but we live out to those scriptures. Are you listening to me? We live out to those scriptures. I remember... When they were trying to describe in a children's church you know about Christ they described Christ how he could be gentle, how he could be you know wonderful loving and blah 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 and the child in that children's church said, "I know this person you are talking about he lives on our street we were just talking about a brother we' were just talking about a brother that Christ is living on our street and then you know only for them to realize they was talking about somebody can, can, can somebody refer to you that Christ is living on the street or in the house where you are living, praise God. Some of you are doubtful right now whether somebody will be able to think about that. Alright. But then is the set of teachings that can get us wired in such a way that when we speak, it's Christ that is speaking. When we act, it's Christ that is acting. And when we sit down, or when we think, or whatever we do, it is Christ that does it. And you get what I'm saying? Accurately. And based on that, then we can be models, we can be celebrities, we can be, we can be kingdom giants, we can be industrialists, we can be anything that God has sent us to become. And then we can fulfill our dreams and fulfill our purposes on the earth. I hope that is clear. And that is the reason for this. Let me first start. The purpose of a church primarily is to raise disciples. Matthew chapter, let's quickly look into it. I just this is, this is an introduction to those set of teachings. Matthew chapter 28 verse 18, He said, All power in heaven and on heart has been given unto me. Let's quickly open our Bible there because this is... Um, more or less like a, a bible class all right verse verse 18 he said and Jesus came and spoke to them saying all authority has been given to me in heaven and on the earth go therefore and make disciples of all the nations so if you get to Nigeria and make disciples get to Um, Gets to Algeria, make disciples Gets to London, make disciples Make disciples of all nations Baptizing them in the name of the Father And of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit Teaching them to observe Can you see that? Teaching them, See, that's how to get it done You get them baptized, get them filled with the Holy Spirit Alright, and then you teach them So that you are filled with the Holy Spirit Does not mean you've gotten everything You've not gotten everything So the Holy Spirit in you Will teach you things and then you still need to sit down to be taught things. And then there will be witnessing in your heart of the Holy Spirit of those things you are taught. It said, teaching them, you see that, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the, of the age. I am with you always. So you see now we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit, and then we need to observe. We need to observe true teachings. Teaching them to observe. Don't forget that's what he told Joshua. He said you shall observe to do. You meditate day and night. The law. It shall not depart from your mind. You shall observe to do. What is written there, you shall observe to do. Alright? You give attention to the word of God. Alright? You give attention to the word of God. Then it becomes life to your body. Alright? Health to your system. So you say, yourself, out. So primarily, primarily, the church exists to raise disciples. To raise disciples. People who are thorough followers. You see, you are not supposed to be taught to be lawyer. Is when you are a disciple, you know that a follower is a lawyer person. You will just know. It's just natural. Because you know that this person, you can't go against the person because you see Christ in the person. You go against the person, you go against Christ. Alright? So, you know, you know, you follow, you follow. A disciple is a follower. A disciple is a follower. Now, um, Rome, uh, John chapter 8. Let me show you something for you to know that Jesus spoke about this. Even Jesus himself didn't want to be deceived. John chapter 8, verse 31. Quickly. John chapter 8, verse 31. He said, then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. Now, he says, they, they believed him. Alright? Now, you are my disciples because you believe. That looks like that's an entry point. But if you don't abide in the word of God that I teach you, or the word I instruct you, you are not my disciples indeed. There is a difference between disciples and disciples indeed. You see that? In verse 31 there. he said, then are you my disciples indeed. Alright? If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. There's another version that says, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. You don't follow for five months. You follow forever. You don't study the word for two months. Now, people, when they got born again, they were so on fire for Christ, they studied word, they were always in church, they are zealous, they, they needed knowledge, they were being taught, and in six months, six months down the line, they started dwindling, and things start crumbling down, and then their faith starts, do you get what I'm saying? And so, you know, it says those ones are not disciples indeed. It says those who are following through regardless of the situation of things. When you were a student, you were on fire. Now that you have graduated, you are still following through. Are you getting what I'm saying? Know that, you know, when we're in school, we pray two hours nonstop, and now it's difficult. Ah. How do we go about it and before you know it, it started affecting your faith you know from one place to the other from one job to the other all you are thinking about is how to accomplish this you know get economically balanced and get this done get that done you need a house you get um, you get God to provide for you for, for the house you are living and then before you know it you now have enough money and you are thinking of buying a house women's wants are unlimited it's like they say you must always give God his place glory to God because you are a disciple, you are a disciple. Primarily, you follow Christ and you follow whoever has Christ in him. So it says, You are my disciples indeed. Look at what it says in verse 32: It says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And what is the truth? His word. His word. If you abide in it, if you continue in the truth. So it looks like, okay, the more you look at the word, the Bible describes the word as a mirror. The more you look at the word, the more it unfolds to you or unveils to you the truth. Alright? The more you make adjustments, the more you are corrected. The Bible says the word of God is for reproof, for corrections, for instructions. Alright? In righteousness, that the man of God might be thoroughly equipped or furnished unto good works. Then I hope we get there this night. It's very important. So the more you go into the world, the more you listen to his teachings, the more you are wired by those teachings. The more the teachings determines your habit, determines your thoughts, right? configures your life. And everything you do, you think, the way you walk, everything you say, is in accordance with what the world has programmed you to be. And that's what we're looking at today. Doctrines. Doctrines. These things are doctrinal teachings. They are fundamental teachings. When I say teachings, simply doctrine means teachings. Alright? They are set of instructions that forms your habits. Your life. Alright? They are set of teachings or set of instructions that forms your habit or forms your life or your living. That dictates your living. Doctrines. Doctrines. And that's very important. Now, let me quickly take you to the book of First Timothy. Let, let's 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 begin from First Timothy. First Timothy, chapter three. I've told you that you know sometimes they might not sound nice because it's not talking about um, 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 miracle money, but it's laying foundation for miracle money. Are you getting what I'm saying? Everybody likes to press their phone, but they don't like to get attracted or get concerned about what happens at the back end. Nobody is interested. Nobody is interested in all those dots, binary figures, that forms their, their forms. Are you getting what I'm saying? The one, dot, zero, 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 one, dot. It doesn't even make meaning to you. Does it make sense to you? It doesn't make sense most of the time. But what makes sense to you is when you put on your phone, it's on. And then you are using the halves, are you getting what I'm saying? What makes those apps to be running smoothly on the system, on the whole S, is, is the, is the, all those codings at the back ends. Are you getting what I'm saying? If that phone is point or something goes wrong, alright, as you use it, probably it's hanging or something or it's point, you give it to a phone repairer. Now, who is a phone repairer? Somebody who knows the doctrines that forms the phone. Then it goes to the back end to make right adjustment. Are you getting what I'm saying? Is that they rewrite the program or something? Or Do you get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You know you have hardware repairers and you know people who go beyond hardware repairs. Now we can say oh, in Christian faith Holy Spirit does that. But let me tell you this. Holy Spirit also has some guys who work at the back end of people's lives. Five-fold ministers, they work at the back ends of peoples. They know how things can happen. But you see, to raise disciples, every disciple should have an idea of what goes on at the back end. If something is wrong on the surface, you must go to the depth, the underneath, to be able to fix it. And you see, a set of doctrines that arrange those things so that things will not go wrong on the surface. set of doctrines are programming languages that make no sense to you. Programming languages of faith that configure your life. In a proper order and in accordance with God's nature and God's will for your life. Have you ever noticed that there are certain things you want to really do, you desire to do, and they are wrong things. And sometimes it's difficult for you to do them. And sometimes when you even make mistakes to do them, you are restless because that's not your whole you were not programmed that way. Are you getting what I'm saying? Is the revelation of God's word, the set of teachings of God's word that now formed your habit, formed your thought, formed, configured you in a way. And let me tell you this. If you are configured like that for prosperity, you can never be poor. If you are configured like that, are you getting what I'm saying? For productivity, you can never be a failure. All right. If you are configured like that for fruitfulness, you can never be a barrier. But this is a foundation that all of us must, you must endure, You know, he told Timothy, you must endure the sound doctrine. We're, we're going to look into it. Because we, 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 most of the time, church is tempted to teach more of the principles of Christ than the person of Christ. The person of Christ is more of the doctrine. How you think in Christ. How you live in Christ. Are you getting what I'm saying? How you talk in Christ. We know there is another dimension of principles about talking. Language of the spirit. Language of faith. But let me tell you, for you to speak language of faith consistently, you've got to understand and be wired to talk that way. And that's what doctrine does. A set of teachings that forms your habit, forms your thoughts, forms your lifestyle. You know doctrines, teachings that can wire you to always be punctual. And anytime you are not punctual. You know something is wrong with you. So it needs to go to the back end for Holy Spirit to fix you with another set of teachings. Alright? Good. So that's what we're trying to look at. So 1 Timothy, let's start with 1 Timothy chapter 3. 1 Timothy chapter 3. I want to read from verse... for thing. he said, this test I write to you, though I hope to come to you shortly, but I am delayed. I write so that you may know how you hope to conduct yourself in the house of God. There is a way to conduct ourselves. Now we can be looking at Timothy as a young pastor who has been mentored by, by Paul, but let me tell you, Timothy is an example of a disciple in the New Testament. Of what a believer should be. We shouldn't be um, a believer that is after what she, he or she wants to get from God, we should be believers who actually wants to live for God. Are you getting what I'm saying? In living for God, you'll get what you're supposed to get. So, don't say these are letters to pastors. He's first. It was first and foremost a disciple before he became pastor. Are you getting what I'm saying? Aha. Uh-huh. And I can show you in the scripture. So, but then for the purpose of time, he says that which is church now the house of God which is the church of the living God the pillar and ground on the of the truth. and without controversy great is the mystery of godliness God was manifested in the flesh justified in the in the spirit seen by angels preached among the gentiles believed on the on the word received up believed on in the word received up in glory. Now the spirit expressly says that in latter times some will depart from the faith, giving it to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. Now, there are different kinds of doctrines according to the scripture. There are doctrines of men, doctrines of demons, strange doctrines. Are you getting what I'm saying? If you are able to check it in Hebrew, it says strange doctrines. Alright? So there are different kinds of doctrines. Actually there are different kinds of you see, let me tell you something. To make somebody an engineer, you have to take the engineering doctrines. You have to wire the person as an engineer. Are you getting what I'm saying? All the, the DY the hairs, the the less, the DY, all those things, you know, calculus. You will never understand because it's not it's not actually real. Engineering might not be made real to you in Africa. To switch on and to switch on to switch on an equipment is calculus. It's calculus. And to switch it off is calculus. Whether integration or differentiation. Actually, if you get into how these guys, you, it, people talk to oxygen, like they are talking to us, like they can see oxygen is done next door neighbor. You see, MIT, it might not happen in OAU or Unilag, but that's the way they see it. It becomes so real, and they are wired that way. They are wired to detect, to, to relate, and interact with 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 electrons. That's They are wired that way. You can't put an economist in that situation, and he'll be able to interact successfully with with electrons. Are you getting what I'm saying? It can interact with adam smith Factors of production. And all the management principles. So, every profession, every career, you've got to be wired. You see, what makes you a skillful person? A skillful person is that you have been able to learn the doctrines of the skill. And you're wired that way. You're wired that way. Let me take something for example You know if you start learning driving Your heart is up there And you are holding the steering with your two hands And you are moving and you are shaking And then the time comes You start, you gain stability, right? And then you continue to learn For you to gain stability Then the time comes You start using one hand And the time comes You start receiving call You that you couldn't look left or right, you start receiving call. A time comes you start using two fingers. Especially if you're a woman. With long nails. So what I am saying is that you gain stability in the knowledge of driving over time as you continue to learn it. And let me tell you, learning is not just in class where you are taught. Learning also is in practice. Praise the Lord. So I said they will give rooms for doctrines of demons. And this is one of the advantages of teaching the doctrines of faith. The fundamentals. Because there are doctrines of demons in them. If you know the doctrines of God, you will not be giving to doctrines of demons. So that means there is a way demons also instruct people to wire them. To engineer, are you getting what I'm saying? To configure them to think and act in his own direction. Speaking lies in hypocrisy. Like, for example, see the doctrines of demons now. Speaking lies in hypocrisy. They appear like this and they are something else. Alright? Having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. Forbidding to marry. Is it forbidding to marry? Doctrines of demons. Commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. You must know that these things were things that were happening in their days. There are other things that are also happening in these days, but some of them are still happening these days. Forbidden to marry. I've met young ladies who will grow up I don't even think I want to get married. Doctrines of demons. Doctrines of demons. Now it says that, you know, God has actually blessed the food, you should receive the food with thanksgiving, but there are dozens of demons that forbid the food. He says, for every creature of God is good, and nothing is to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving, for it is satisfied, for it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. If you instruct the brethren in these things, you will be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished in the words of faith. Now he says that, look, you have to counter those instructions with the doctrines of demons, with the doctrines of God. You have to counter those instructions with the instructions of God. Are you getting what I'm saying? So doctrines are a set of instructions that determines your lifestyle. Let me give you one definition here. Doctrines simply means set of teachings that forms the habitual bricks of your living structure. Number two, doctrines is a codification of beliefs or a body of teachings or instructions, thought principles or positions as the essence of teachings in a given branch of knowledge for a belief system. So it forms a belief system in you. Generosity is a doctrine. But you see, a knowledge is different from a doctrine. A knowledge that has become an habitual practice is a doctrine. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you add, you accumulated the knowledge to the point that you involuntarily act out the knowledge. Are you getting what I'm saying? I mean, you just see people who who are almost being defeated and they will just say, I can never be defeated. So they've been wired to talk that way. The knowledge is not You know, you can have a knowledge and you are being defeated and you say, yeah, I die. But you see, such person is so wired. I like an example that somebody gave. He said, if you are pressed, it's what is inside you that will come out. So full and wired, soaked in the body of God's knowledge, that you can never speak wrong this thing. Are you getting what I'm saying? You can never consider that your wife cannot, you know, uh, uh, be pregnant. You can never consider the thought. The thought is not even in your heart. Just like you travel, you travel almost all the time, you fly, you know, you fly. That's why you heard that there's a plane that crashed. It's not even in your thoughts. That you are going to have an accident because you've been wired to always go out and come back blessed. So when we say set of doctrines, they are not things that in, it, in itself, it is, I mean, it's not interesting, but they are things that produces things on the outside. It's like our faith rests on them, our manifestations rest on them. All right, they form the fabrics of our lifestyle. If you are still here, can you say amen? Amen. Amen. I'm trying to make it very interesting. Just like coding can be very boring. No, that's the truth. In fact, the guys who code, they can be very boring to their friends. Yes, because they give attention to it. They give attention to the coding, to the point that if you are not in the business, they will be boring to you. But without that, my friend, your phones can't be configured. Hmm? Have you noticed that Android, every now and then, you're updating something. Within one or two weeks, you're updating the, are you, the apps. You're updating, you're updating, you're updating. Because there are people who are consistently, are constantly working on those things. adding new features. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, the more you go deeper in the knowledge of God's word, the, new, the more new features you have. Are you getting what I'm saying? The more new features, you are upgraded naturally. You have access to certain things. You can see clearer. That people who are still in this same level, at this same, they are still using Pentium 2 system. It's gone a long time ago. Are you getting what I'm saying? There are new, there are people who are still using iPhone 2, iPhone 3, if there were anything like that. And whereas there is iPhone X, better features. You, you need to see their camera, how powerful the camera. Are you getting what I'm saying? You see better. You grasp. If you look at a camera as an example, you can imagine better. You can capture God's word when, when God speaks because you have been updated. You have been updated. So that, that is what coding does. And coding is more or less like you are using, you are putting set of programming language together. And as you learn those things, as you give yourself to them, that's why when Bible says give attention to God's word, that's what it's saying. You know, the word will be used as a raw material by the Holy Spirit to code you, to configure you, to program you in order to be able to function that way. That is why if you are not programmed to be prosperous or to handle conglomerates, God won't give you the conglomerate. Even though you have the promises. Even though you have the promises and you are laying hold on it and you are declaring it, you are declaring it but you don't have the structure to carry it. I mean, you can have congruent and start importing girls from, from, from Philippines. That's not having the structure. You start importing girls. Special sweet porero. You forget the reason for the conglomerate. Then you will know that money is a spirit. I remember there's a church that the wife went. His wife told the husband that I'm going to report you to pastor. You are having a extramarital affair. Oh, I said go to pastor. You will meet us there. Pastor was not well coded, programmed. The mm-hmm. guy is completely he's a virus. The guy caught. The guy said, you will meet us there. He went to meet the pastor. Pastor said, is that the... He said, okay. In church, the pastor did not rebuke the woman. In church, he stood the woman up. He asked the woman to stand up. He said, he washed the woman publicly. Money. Seed. Seed has contaminated the pastor. Seed. 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 Do you remember somebody brought money to buy the Holy Spirit? Do you remember the gift of the? Do you remember what the, the apostle said? He said, "May your money perish." You can't just talk like that if you have not been programmed to say that. There are people when they break seats to the altar like this, the pastors there will start thinking of position to put them in church. The pastors there will start thinking of position to put them in church. Community Academy zero. Prayer meeting processes where people that normally are in a position will go through to get there, zero. They will skip everything because money he is now speaking. Becomes speaking. It becomes deep. Before you know it, it becomes an area pastor somewhere. See? Money is speaking. It takes God's programming system and configuration for a pastor to give the same equal attention to somebody who brought a, 2000 and, well, 2019, a 2019 Jeep to somebody who brought a bike to church, who came through Keke, Are you get I'm say, Napep to church. And that is what is in the scripture. Alright? Not that you give attention at all, equal attention. So, verse 6 says, Knowledge in the words of faith. He if you instruct them, because he has been instructed. If you have not been instructed, you cannot instruct them. So, verse 6 says, if you instruct the brethren in these things, you will be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished in the words of faith, and of the good doctrine. Can you see that? Which you have carefully followed. Huh? A minister of the good doctrine. That means you can instruct, you can teach it. No one says that this thing I've taught you commit also to faithful men. The faithfulness in that context is people who have faithfully followed the teachings. And you see how you know somebody has faithfully followed the teachings is by, by the life they live. By the life. You know, scripture says that you also judge a fruit, a tree, by its fruits. That a bad tree cannot produce good fruits. If you have actually been following the doctrine, of giving, you'll be generous. If you have actually been following the doctrine of righteousness, then by now you'll not have sin consciousness or guilt in your heart. And then by now you'll have overcome sin. Because the real teaching of righteousness takes you away from sin. It doesn't give you license to sin. Are you guessing what I'm saying? If all the kids start having sex with other people's wives. So you will have gained, you'll have been configured that way. So let's move on. He said, but reject profane and old wives' fables. Fabu. Old wives. They are fables. And exercise yourselves towards godliness. For bodily exercise profits a little. You say exercise yourself towards godliness. Godliness is exercised. Hmm? It's not a vague thing. It's practicable. He said, but godliness is profitable for all things. We only see all those kind of things in church now. Godliness, holiness, all those things. It is, I remember there, that, after speaking for a while, he said, Hebrew, you can't, I can't forget that. Hebrew 12, 14. Follow peace with all men. And holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. Is it because he spoke so much of that, you know, people tempt him to be a holiness preacher. Are you getting what I'm saying? We were all around a preacher. Glory to God. Having promise of of the life that now is, and of that which is to come. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance. For to this end we both labor and suffer reproach, because we trust in the living God, who is the Savior of all men, especially of those who believe. These things command and teach. It's a command and teach it. He said, let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in war, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Now, look at what he said. And pick the ones that you are very good at. In word, it means what you say, is doctrine that configures your statement. Look at it very well. He said, be an example to the believers. In word, in conduct." That is how you conduct yourself. You see some people, they speak well. They speak faith. But when it comes to heating, they can't conduct themselves. They take too much extra plates in party. They go back with loads and loads and loads. Of, they can't conduct themselves. As Christ will conduct himself. You know, they did not, Christ didn't know that wine has finished. Because he wasn't struggling for wine at the wedding. Are you getting what I'm saying? It wasn't I mean, probably not even maybe it has not, it wasn't his turn yet. Are you getting what I'm saying? And then, you know, they came to him. Conducting yourself. Not like mere men, the way they go about things. When things is to be distributed, they sit in front. When things are not to be distributed, they sit at the back. Conducting yourself. Conducting yourself. He said, be an example to others. Leaders who want to take things Before the members will take things Conducting yourself Somebody came to me And said, ah, pastor, you left your baby in Church, you carried people and left Second car, full, left Third, he said, pastor I've never seen anything like this before I said, you don't know, we are called to serve humanity You can't even get angry You You think I just Decided You don't know what I'm thinking Conducting yourself and the funniest thing is that people are watching your conduct. People are watching. That's why scripture says we are living a priesthood. We are living a priesthood means that people can't get into the scripture and be opening John chapter stuff, but they must see that John chapter stuff in your life. In your life. You know, to you now, it's not romantic. You don't know that that thing that person came to. to that he observed. It's just a normal life we live. That's doctrine. That's what doctrine can do. But somebody observed it. To us, we are not. To, we we are not trying to show that. But somebody observed it. Uh, nobody, uh, me first, because first lady, you are not. The reason why you are first lady is because you are last. The reason why you are first citizens is because you are last. Are you getting what I'm saying? He said, he that must lead these people must be the servant of all. So check it. We're in verse what now? Verse 12. He said, in love, you express and demonstrate it in spirit, in faith, and in purity. Impurity. Very important. Till I come give attention to reading, exhortation, and to doctrine. Let me tell you. The reading and exhortation, they are just younger brothers to doctrine. As you read, you get more teachings and more configured. As you listen to exhortation or exhort people, you get more Are you get what I'm saying, It's say, and to doctrine. A set of teachings... That can configure your life. He said, Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of eldership. Now look at it. He said, set of teachings, set of teachings, the knowledge, accumulation of God's knowledge concerning this topic, concerning that subject, concerning that topic. He said, With the manifestation of the gift of the Spirit in you, then something will happen which you have received. Do you know that most of us have received a lot of impartation and manifestation? We have gifts already deposited in us, but those things can't manifest because there are no structure upon which they will manifest. The structure is the character that was formed as a result of doctrine. I remember somebody calling me. He said, Just send me a message. He said, I just broke one of my rules now. I said, What is it? I was even thinking in one great scene. You know, they say, When we, we may, and then he you now said that, you see, I hung up on somebody while talking with the person. Like a customer. So I know I'll explain. I said well, this is how to go about it. You know, normally you don't need to be you know guilty and all that, but you know you lasciviousness is breaking your own rule. Praise God. Lasciviousness. You know some of you you read big, big grammars in the in the Bible, you don't bother to go and check what, what they means. You just read past. Yeah. You know, just like jump and pass, just read you, you read and skip it. You know, it's lasci- a one of the meaning of lasciviousness is breaking your personal rules. I'm reading this night, and only for you to wake up six AM, lasciviousness. 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 Most of the time you think your decisions is just your own soul decision. You don't know where you are deciding. The Holy Spirit is also deciding with you. Lasciviousness. If you are not accountable to anyone, you should primarily accountable to the Holy Spirit. Lasciviousness. Breaking your own rules. I will never wake up again in my life and not study the Bible and pray tons one hour and then I set out. And then for the past one month you have not been able to do it. Lasciviousness. Let's not go there. So much lasciviousness in the body of Christ. I'm probably in communion. Oh, Cowardly. <laughs> <laughs> lasciviousness. <laughs> he carries and put on his head. Let's go all the How many of us have goals to read twenty books before the half of the year? Yay. Lasciviousness. Lasciviousness. Let's not okay, let's okay. not somebody said this table I'm shaking. This table lasciviousness lasciviousness you know the worst part of it you see people that will say I have fasting 40 days of every month concerning my business my career my this my that lasciviousness no fasting He said, there are a set of doctrines and the gift you have received by impartation. Let me not deceive you. We don't just lay hands in vain. Things happen when you lay hands on people. Are you getting what I'm saying? Things transpire. things are dropped. When hands are laid. He said, meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all. Can you see the reason why our progress is yet to be evident? Because we need a set of doctrines to be in place. Together with the laying on of hands. The gift that we have received. Some of us who have been, hands have been laid on us. Many hands, big ones, small ones. Deposit of gifts. Different kind of gifts. By different kind of people. Remember this is what you were born. Hands have been laid on you. Paul had to remind them, you need no hands to be laid on you. Hands that have been laid on you have deposited gifts. That you need to start manifesting. But my friend, give yourself to doctrine. Then you manifest it. Give yourself to doctrine. He said meditate on these things. Give yourself wholly to them. Entirely to them. That your progress may be evident to all. Take it to yourself and to the doctrine. He's saying it again. He said take heed. Be careful to yourself. Alright. Do self-examination. He said give yourself to the doctrine. To the doctrine. Continue in them. Don't forget the words of Jesus Christ. If you continue in my word. Then are you my disciples indeed. Continue in them. Mm. For in doing this, you will save both yourself and those who hear you. Alright? So you will not just save people. You will save yourself as well. You don't know what is ahead of you. But when you continue in the doctrine, when you continue in the teachings of Christ, you will save yourself. You save yourself from bankruptcy. You save yourself from famine. You save yourself from sickness. You save. Are you getting what I'm saying? From kidnapping. Praise God. You save yourself. You save yourself and those who hear you. So it means anytime you speak, you edify people. Anytime you speak, some people are being saved. You enter into a partnership, your partners are saved by your statement. You save yourself and those who hear you. Now let's look at it literally. He was a pastor. He preaches in church. And then he will save people that hear him. And then he will save himself. No wonder Paul says that I may not be a castaway. Glory to God. So Paul also needed to be saved. You save yourself and those who hear you when you give yourself to this set of doctrines. When you give yourself and meditate on these things, you don't just meditate on the gift you have received, you meditate on the teachings, the doctrines. And it reminds you of the gift you have received, you manifest, you continue in them, And then you save yourself and save those who hear you. Can you say amen? Amen. Let's quickly go to 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 10 because of time. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 10. I mean, God put something in my mind. There is a doctrine that you should know what it means to be in Christ. In Christ. In Christ. Is a teaching that if you know that, you know that, you know that you are in Christ. I, I saw a, a little video on um, Instagram today of our Bishop Benzinidauza speaking to a white woman in a white congregation. The white woman was pregnant and he, and he asked the woman. I said, how much is this baby in your stomach paying as rent in this your stomach? He said, nothing. He said, how much is... Um, is he? Is he well? He said, yes. Are you well? He said, she, she said, yes. He said, he was asking different kind of questions concerning the woman. He said, that is exactly... I said, does this baby bother about what to eat? What to... Uh, where he staying? Oh, are you I'm saying? what to wear? He said, no. The woman said, no. He said, that's what it means to be in Christ. That's what... you have no worry. The worry is on the mother. Are you getting what I'm saying? Is the mother to know where to how to sleep, when to wake up, bathe, the kind of drinks to take, maybe vegetable drugs, to keep to keep the pregnancy until he what delivers. To be in Christ is in accordance with that analogy. So we need to do those set of things now. There's nothing wrong in talking about productivity But talking about productivity without a structure of productivity Forget it For a platform must be there Like I wrote here It's a doctrine of salvation In Christ Assurance of salvation Right of full privileges of being in Christ New life in Christ How to live the life in Christ And so on There are so many doctrines Doctrine of baptism What does it mean to be immersed And brought out most of us we assume that we know some of these things but we don't really know them and they need to be taught second timothy chapter 3 i read from verse 10 but you have carefully followed my doctrine manner of life purpose faith long-suffering love and perseverance now this is timothy you know timothy was a protege of power was a son to Paul. Paul was a spiritual father. Go to 1 Corinthians. Let me show you something. You know how powerful Timothy was and how strategic and crucial to Paul. 1 Corinthians. I often teach pastors this. Chapter 4, verse 14. Now if you read chapter 4 verse 1 Let a man consider us as servant of Christ And stewards of the ministries of God Moreover it is required in stewards to, That one be found faithful Verse 14 it says I do not write these things to shame you But as my beloved children I warn you Now I was referring to the Corinthians Verse 15 says For though you might have 10,000 instructors In Christ Yet you do not have many fathers So you have one father He says, for in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through the gospel. Now, I I used to teach the pastors, I tell them that you are all instructors representing me. You are not actually the real father. Except the children that don't know where they belong. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh Aha. You can have many instructors. You don't have many fathers. Now, look at it. See how he explained it. He said, for in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through gospel. Now to know and understand how it means to beget to give birth to someone in the gospel, you go to Galatians. He said, I prevail. He said, unto whom I prevail in birth. Are you getting what I'm saying? To be, to be, that Christ might be formed in you. What it means to beget somebody is not just to lead somebody to Christ. <laughs> it is also to continue to intercede until Christ is formed in that person. Are you getting what I'm saying? Aha. Uh-huh. That you are born again does not mean Christ is formed in you. And it's those set of teachings and intercessions that bring you into that realm. So it says that, I Have many fathers for in Christ. Verse 16. Therefore I hold you, imitate me. Can you see that? So you imitate the fathers, not the instructors. Is that clear? For this reason I have sent Timothy to you. Now, Sometimes you can imitate the father, the father, through the instructors. That means you follow those who follow the father. And you can see the evidences of the father in their life. I mean, this class is a very serious class. Except you don't take it that way. So it means whatever happens to any of the instructors does not affect your relationship with your father. Who is my beloved? Now now look at it. He said, Therefore I hold you, imitate me. For this reason I have sent Timothy to you. (laughs) See how he described Timothy. Now among the instructors, you have those who are sons, and you have those who are not sons. But son, Timothy is a son. He said, Who is my beloved and faithful son? Who is my beloved and faithful son? In the Lord, who will remind you of my ways? He doesn't have his own ways. When he wants to teach you and remind you, it's my ways. Are you getting what I'm saying? He doesn't have his own message, so that's a disciple. That's a follower. Are you getting what I'm saying? In fact, to have for Timothy to have his own ways or his own message or whatever, then he will have had, he will have been preaching the ways of Paul to the point that Paul himself will perceive that it's time for him to go. All that is clear, but we are not teaching full ministry stuff here. But I'm just saying it for you to know the weight. Of the instruction he was given to Timothy in this Second Timothy chapter 3. So, he says, Who will teach you and remind you of my ways in Christ? Even my ways are not out of Christ. They are in Christ. They are Christ's ways. As I teach everywhere in every church. So, the ways he's going to remind you of is the teachings. The teachings. The doctrines. As I teach everywhere. So, I repeat, I repeat some of those things. Now some are puffed off as though I were not coming to you. But I will come to you shortly, if the Lord wills, and I will know not the word not the word of those who are puffed up by but the power. That, that, that for the kingdom of God is not in word but in power. What do you want? Shall I come to you with a rod or in in love or and a spirit of gentleness? Now because of time, don't let us explain that. Now, if you are talking to your children, there are terminologies you use. But let me tell you, anyone who is not planted in a local assembly, anyone who is not a follower of a particular father, cannot be grounded in the doctrines of Christ. Can never. You can't be floating and be established in the doctrines of Christ. It's not for floaters or for scotters. Praise God. So let's go back to our second Timothy chapter 3. He said, but you have carefully followed my doctrine in manner of life. Now look at it. The first thing is my doctrine, my teachings, set of teachings that determined and coded and configured my manner of life. I couldn't have been teaching things and believing another way. Are you getting what I'm saying? He said, it's the doctrine that forms my manner of life. It's the doctrine. He said, you have followed my manner of life. So he has been a very worthy example to Timothy. He said, purpose. He said, well, in it I discover what God has sent me to do. I know he separated me from my mother's womb to preach the gospel. Take it to the Gentiles. He said, purpose. Faith. Long-suffering. Love. And perseverance. Persecutions. Afflictions. Which happened to me at Antioch. At I, I remember, I mean, my mentor was sharing. He said, "Persecutions are what things people do to you from outside because of let's say, afflictions are things that happen to you from within." Literally, what persecutions I endure, and out of them all, the Lord delivered me. Don't think it's only the ministers of the gospel that face persecutions, my friend. If you are a believer, you face persecutions at work. Alright? You can be demoted for not sleeping with the boss. Are you getting what I'm saying? Afflictions is closer to you. Is when you are persecuted for not sleeping with the boss and you have another brethren in the office taking bribes for promotion and now going behind you to parley with the people, hop there at the office to victimize you. affliction. yes and all who desire to live godly in christ jesus will suffer persecution persecution is not poverty persecution is what people unleash on you to stop you he said but evil men and imposters will grow worse and worse deceiving and being deceived but you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of knowing from whom you have learned them can you see that you see things will grow worse and people will be deceived he said, things will grow, will grow worse, but it's what you have learned, is what will keep you. But you must continue the things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them, and that from childhood you have known these holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine. Can you see that? Scriptures, the first thing, doctrine. If it does not configure you, there is no profit. Look at what he says. Profitable for doctrine. There's no reproductivity. He said for reproof. You see, it looks like if you don't even have liver to take corrections, God won't correct you. Do you get what I'm saying? You know that as we grow from from babyhood, probably to toddler, to are you get what I'm saying? The more the heavier the correction you receive. Do, Do you know that? Do you know that there is no correction that it can be as powerful as correction of words? When you were small, nobody was using sign language or body language for you. But when you got to a point. When your parents just give you body language like this, you will understand what it means. That if you eat that food that is being given to you outside, you are in trouble. Body language, you you cut it. But when the time comes, they don't use body language. You make a mistake like this, they bring out a very powerful came from somewhere and take care of you. For Bible says, I know some of you don't believe in using K. Bible says that it's in the heart of a child that you have madness. He said it is K that will drive it out. Now, using it anyhow is a problem. For you must, you have an obligation to train a child in the way it should go. And K is part of the curriculum. But you won't use it anyhow. Are you getting what I'm saying? Abuse of that is the problem. But you won't use it at all. By the time you are 50 and your son or your daughter is 25, you will meet it. My father has gone to be with the Lord. I have been striding forever by his king. He's no more here. Are you getting I remember Prefidola saying that, when I used to cross the road, my father would say, you look left, you look right, then you look left again before you cross. He said that sounded like a law when I was small, because I didn't understand the meaning. Then as I was growing up, I realized, it's for me to so avoid, avoid being hit by the car. He said, my father is no more there. He said, but I still do the same thing, because I now understand it better. I understand that this is the mean. But then the, 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 he couldn't explain to you, but look, I will, I, will, I will give you a serious knock. Kodje. That's what we call it in our family. Kodje. Head knock. Have you ever been given head knock before? And like electricity runs through your body? You are adjusted forever for the Lord. And you get what I'm saying? Kodje. Let me tell you this. One day I saw my father coming from farm. And you know, we used to have these nearby home farms. He wasn't a really farmer like that. He grew up as a body person, but he just like all these person. So he was coming home, and he came with cane. So the first thing that came to the people in the area when they saw him, ah, they said, this man. The first thing that came to our mind is that, yay, yay, we chop all those kids. We chop them, and I chop the most. Praise God. You see, I can't be like this if Cain was part of the things that configured me. Because when we are talking about discipleship, there's no discipleship without discipline. There's no discipleship without correction. You can't be hearing God's word and you are not corrected. Reproof, The word of God substantiates the proof, the evidence of things of God in your hearts and instructions. You can't fly without instructions. You have the tendency to marry the kind of person you are. I can't be beating my child. And my wife. Is getting angry with me for beating my child. We are going to plan it. Marry your your life. Praise God. Else you won't move in the same direction. I want to stop this at verse 17. It says, all scripture is given for the inspiration... By inspiration of, of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete. Completeness. Take note. Totally equipped for every good work. Yeah, a man of God. Wasn't just talking about pastor. Wasn't talking about an industrialist can be a man of God. A career person, a career woman can be a man of God. Are you getting what I'm saying? And then a professional. Somebody who's a businessman, an entrepreneur, An investor. A yeah, man of God, in, in you know, recently I was just meditating it. People, I found out that ministers of God, they like to have sons from other ministries coming to submit to them, and then they are organizing ministry uh, training and blah blah blah. I realized that I'm not really, I, I, it's not my, my area of interest. You know, you know, because when you're in ministry, if you are truthful to your calling, you know your area. If people come to submit and they say my spiritual father from other ministries and blah, blah blah you see, let me tell you something. That is easier when you are fulfilling your calling and it has reached a level. They will come by themselves. I won't look for anybody. I don't look for but look, the people that God has given to me as congregants. I want to make men of God complete, thoroughly furnished men of God out of them. You understand? when you have a son that without him electricity cannot work in the country, you have another son or a daughter that without her about 50,000 people will lose their job in the country. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That's the purpose I was giving. Very soon you will see the templates. I'm not joking. You will see the templates that what we are, what we are trying to do. Let me give you an example. What we are trying to do is not having... A, how many of you are joining choir? Joining this? We, we have people there. The real template is this, that we will have medical forum. And those medical forum will write the code via the doctrines and the teachings. They will write the code that will run the medical, are you getting what I'm saying, of a nation, the head of a nation. The head, they will write it. They will come out with it. You know when you say something like Sovereign National Conference National Conference or a summit where people come together with different body of knowledge and they come and put things together and run it. Those are the departments that God showed me in the template. There is no church that is running on that. There is no church when God showed me. No church, and it's going to be running here. It's not. That's what God showed me. It's not it's a ministry training, SOM. I'm not used to, I'm not look. I'm not. My home is SOB. School of Business. Glory, Glory to God. Hallelujah. My own. He says, so peace, close, professionals. Are you getting what I'm saying? Bible. You know what God told me? He said, the department that runs in the world, every sector that runs in the world, you must have a department for it in church. I mean, some of you might be hearing this for the first time. So that's why we can boldly say, we are buying everywhere. You see, the purchase of everywhere is sending men into everywhere that will carry the light into those places. But for those men to go there, they've got to be wired. Configured doctrine, doctrine, standard. Not people that will get there and behind, behind government, behind in ordination, government officers will do run bribery and all those kind of stuff with them. They will make their stand no like, like Daniel. Do you remember? When they said he should not pray. Ah, he said, This is the time to open my windows and start praying. It wasn't on record that he was opening his windows, but this one, is that all of you must know about it? They threw him in the lion's den. It was still not compromising. And the king said, your God will save you. Because the king knew he had a God. Are you getting what I'm saying? See, he had the spirit of excellence. It was in him. And then it all started from when they wanted to be giving them different kind of delicacies. He said, this is not what we eat to have this kind of knowledge. There is what we eat. There is a way we live. And it's doctrines that can actually keep you at that. That you remain who you are, whether you are in the palace or you are in the pit. You remain who you are. Are you getting what I'm saying? You hit what you hit. You say what you say. Whether you are in the prison or you are in the palace. Because you have been configured that way. You will not be happier in the palace than you are happier that you are happy in the prison. Because in the prison, the situation is negative. In the palace, the situation is what? Positive. Because you have been configured that way. Let me close with this. When you are given to doctrine, you will be sand in faith. 2 Timothy 4.3 When you are given to doctrine, you will be discipled. Romans chapter, you will be discipled. I gave you John chapter, John chapter 8 verse 31 to 32. When you are given to doctrines of Christ, you will not be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 14. In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8 to 10, it says strange doctrines. Hebrews 13, 8 to 10. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 14. I mean, in Hebrews verse 13, 8 to 10, it talks about being established in grace and not be given to spirits and strange doctrines. The next one is you'll be complete, thoroughly furnished for every good work. We just read about that. In Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. You'll be given to edification first corinthians chapter 14 verse 26 first corinthians chapter 14 verse 26 edification you're already edified you'll be given to growth and development you'll be given to prophets bible says is profitable to for every doctrine every scripture all scripture is profitable to doctrine for doctrine for doctrine Salvation is also part of it, that every point or every junction of your life, you are being saved. That is, your decisions are God's binding decisions. They are God-inspired decisions. Deliverance. Deliverance. That should be like the last one. Deliverance. Romans chapter 6, 16 to 17. I will take that as the last scripture. Romans chapter 6, 16. Sixteen to seventeen, as I close, you will never see Samsung behaving like iPhone. Is doctrine the way they are wired is different. You know that I think there was a time there was, it looks like there was similarity in their, in their packaging or so. They look, you understand, maybe their screen or whatever, you will never see them behaving like themselves. I saw TV, I know there are TV and there are TVs. There are TVs and there are TVs. Romans chapter 6, I read verse 16. Do you not know that to whom you present yourselves, slaves to obey, you are that one's slaves whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death or of obedience leading to righteousness? Look at verse 17. It said, but God thanked that though you were slaves of sin, yet you obey from the heart that form of doctrine to which, were, to which you were delivered. You see that? To which you were delivered. Let me tell you, to a believer who is being well programmed by God's word and set of teachings, you can easily drop what you want to drop. You can easily pick up what you need to pick up. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because the more you are being programmed, you become more flexible with the Holy Spirit. You become, you flow better. Do you get what I'm saying? With the Holy Spirit. And let me tell you, what is supernaturality? That you are able to suspend the natural in order to favor the cost that God has given unto you. That is the truth. If you have a deadline, you can live for three days without sleeping. You have suspended the natural. Are you getting what I'm saying? Without any hate or support of anything. Some of you put your leg in water, you sleep better. The more you try some other aids, you put You soak towel and put it on your head Only for you to realize That you have slept for like 6 hours Are you getting what I'm saying? You take coffee The more you take coffee But engage supernatural Let me tell you You will not just wake up You wake up to time Plus or minus 1 minute I'm not joking Try it So, um, actually, in, in Timothy, a time will come, they will not endure sand Your own case will not be like that. Amen. Because the time has actually come. Tell us, what shall we do to make money? Not, what shall we do to be saved? Are you going to say, what shall we do? And what you don't know is this. If you are not saved, you can't make money. If you don't have life, you can't have abundance. Life. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, we give you praise for the supply of your spirit and the body of this knowledge. We pray that we are established in the knowledge of these truths. We are being programmed daily. We give attention to God's word and to these teachings. We listen again and again to them. We read the scriptures. We refuse to be distracted from it. And anyone who is already distracted from the scriptures and the leading and instructions of the spirit, such people or those people are restored in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, everlasting Father. And I pray that everything you have started doing in our life as processes of productivity, profitability, fruitfulness, and all that begins to come to fruition or to realities now that we have started giving ourselves to the to the set of doctrines and the teachings that forms the structure to carry those things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, everlasting <laughs> We know you have been blessed by the insightful teaching of God's word by Pastor Topal of Isaiah, brought to you by Communion Christian Center. For more information on how to be a partner and others, contact 234 8035 or send a mail to topalofisayo at gmail.com. Remain blessed as you fulfill your destiny.